0: What is going on guys welcome to the podcast welcome to the channel guys let me first start off by sending a huge shout out to the netherlands over the last week the podcast has shot up greatly in the netherlands and i just want to send those guys a huge thank you for their support and their listenership also the podcast is taking off in germany guys when i first started doing podcasting. I only thought about United States listeners being the only ones to understand where the content is coming from and understand where the content is growing. And with these two booms and the international listenership, that just shows me that my voice can even reach places that are international. So I want to start off by sending a huge thank you. To my international listeners And I also want to thank my listeners here in the U.S. as well All you guys are a part of making this podcast become one of the best podcasts out today And I thank you for that So I just wanted to send my appreciation to you guys And tell you how much I appreciate you guys tuning in And I appreciate you guys listening So guys, what are we talking about today? I was a little all over the place of what I wanted to talk about today. And I I decided not to talk about what I was going to originally talk about. Um, But this came up and it's something that just came out. It's an article that came out on May 30th, 2023, which was not that long ago, guys. And this article talks about gray divorces. Now, before I read this article to you, gray divorces are basically... People who are older or have been in relationships for over 20 years, they're just now wanting to get divorced. And these are some of the highest divorce rates that are around today. So I was having a conversation with my cousin a couple of days ago and I I said to him, where do you think relationships are going to be at in the next 30 years? I said in the next 30 years, you're probably not going to see people. Who have been in a relationship since 2023. So when you look at 2057, or I mean excuse me, 2053, there's not gonna be many people who were in a relationship from right now to 2053 because of the way that relationships are going nowadays. It's almost like I told my wife this the other day, it's almost like um a marriage. It's an associate's degree now, you know, like a marriage has become like an associate's degree. And how many people have an associate's degree? Not many. And that's how marriage is going to look 30 years from now. So, I mean, what does that mean for people out there who are actually seeking love and who are actually seeking long time happiness? You understand that may mean that you guys who want that long-term happiness may have to find someone else who actually is looking for long-term happiness. But what does this gray divorce increase mean? So we're going to read the article to get a little bit of understanding about what gray divorce actually is, guys. So we're going to go ahead and get right into this article. Okay. Excuse me. Gray divorce also refers to as silver divorce, points to the trend of increasing divorce rates in older adults and particularly couples who had long marriages. It's a trend that accelerated as baby boomers set new standards for aging along with new standards for fitness and living and working longer. Boomers set Records for divorce: More people over 50 are getting divorced than ever. People over 50 today account for a quarter of all divorces. People 65 and older make up one to ten divorces. The gray divorce rate has roughly doubled since the since 1990, according to the Bowling Green State University. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver has been married for 25 years. Actor Morgan Freeman was 71 when he divorced. Former Vice President Al Gore and his wife Tipper Gore divorced after 40 years. Bill and Melinda Gate after 20, 27 years. Let's let's keep going. So what is gray divorce? Gray divorce, I just, I just mentioned that as referred to as silver divorce, points to the trend of increasing divorce rates. We we read that already. People are living longer and want to be happier in their later years. Women are more financially independent, and some want to wait until their children are grown and leave the household in general. As far as the trend, I think that more of social things says I think that is more of social things, excuse me, says Neil Furlong, Senior Wealth Advisor with Tower Wealth Advisories in St. Louis. Couples are less dependent on each other. I think people have more freedom today and they're living longer. So they're they're taking a look at the next chapter of their lives as far as how they want to live that. Amongst the the variety, excuse me, of reasons, families kind of want to get their kids through school and then the empty nesters phase kicks in and then they might have grown in different directions over time, says Megan Kowalski, managing director at the Center of Group in Deerfield, Illinois. So. Five financial considerations of great divorce: assets, expenditures, and debt. A financial plan and plan inheritance, your estate plan, and social security. Um, guys, there's a lot more here that it talks about. I'm gonna actually share this article. At the bottom of this video, because there's a lot more that it talks about. Uh, If you want me to, uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Because th- these five things, it actually talks about that. And you guys may be interested. So I'm going to go ahead and read it. I'm not going to do you guys like that. Okay. Asset, expenditures, and debt. Take all three of these elements into consideration as you envision your life as a single person again. Financially. Divorce obviously has a much broader impact than it would on a younger couple who's just started out, who doesn't have substantial assets to split. If your overall income is being cut in half, 90% of the people out there are not going to be able to keep the same standard of living. Housing is generally the biggest cost to consider, but there are other major expenses like maintenance, car payments, and even college tuition, if the couples have older children. Post-divorce, that may mean a smaller house. You might have to purchase a car, if you were a one-vehicle household. Social security income may be affected. Healthcare costs may increase if both spouses were covered on one's work plan. I find a financial plan meet with a financial professional and have a financial financial plan in place. As important as it is, most great divorces don't think to do it, Furlong says. In fact, people don't have a written financial plan in place, even if they begin to think about divorce. You need to really put together a financial plan, ideally before you go through the divorce process. Because it's hard to make adjustments afterwards, says Furlong, you definitely have to do your plan and count the costs and what your perceived advantages are. Because at this age, it's very difficult. is a very difficult financial move. Just because the kids are possibly out of the house doesn't make it simple. Most people, he said, ends up working longer if they're at if they are in jobs in which they can work longer. That ends up being part of the plan, maybe even working part time during retirement for a while. Furlong says it's the outcome of those situations because you don't have time to make the financial decisions as you invest money. It grows over time. And if you're in a gray divorce, there's not that much time left to let your assets work for you. Inheritance. Kowalski says you need to know what your current estate looks like with you and your spouse and what it would potentially look like if you separate. But also, are there any assets that are going to be passed down to either of you at this point or have they already? That could really impact the decision tremendously. The baby boomer generation's parents obviously are much older. Kiwalski says so that's that's why inheritance really does play a big factor for great divorces over general divorces. She says in many estates plans, unless they've been updated, the inheritance goes to the beneficiary outright and is not protected in trust. If that's the case, if you decide to get a divorce this year and your spouse inherits $3 million outright, it depends on the state and many factors. But there's a good chance you would have had roughly half of that benefit had you stayed together. Whereas if you got a divorce a year prior, then you don't. An estate plan. Kowalski says, that is important to update your estate plan during the divorce process. Divorces can take typically anywhere between 11 and 18 months, she says. If anything were to happen, most likely your primary beneficiary is still your ex-spouse. So we recommended updating that right away, either during the process or in the beginning, and then reviewing it again post-divorce just to make sure everything is the way you want it. Social security. Social security can come into play if one spouse plans to take income from the other spouse' social security plan. Spousal benefits, which people receive based on spouse's lifetime income, requires the couple to be married for 10 years. So if you're at the nine-year mark and you're thinking about it, that would maybe be a reason to hold out for a little bit longer, Kielowski says. So. All of that information at the end, guys, I'm guessing that was just some information for people who consider getting divorced as they get up there in age. The article actually ends right there. I didn't want to give you the link. I wanted to go ahead and just finish reading it to you guys. And And this this may seem redundant. You, you By this time, if you've made it this far, hopefully I didn't bore you with this conversation. But this conversation is like the two termites in the bottom of your house working their way through your foundation and creating babies the rest of the way. Initially taking your house all the way to the ground. So this conversation, like I said, it may not mean nothing to a 20-year-old who may catch this podcast. And I and I notice as I look at my analytics that most of the people that are listening to the podcast, most of the people who are checking out the YouTube channel, most of the people who are check checking me out all throughout social media, you guys are 34 years to 65 years old. So this is my, my audience is not a younger audience. My audience is people from 35 to 65. That's my highest analytical data of audience members. If that makes sense. I hope I didn't say that. I probably said that wrong. That's that's the audience in which I'm that's my target audience, if you want to say it like that. So gray divorce is very important for you guys to understand. And if you're 35 and you're still single and you're searching for a relationship, you may be asking yourself, if I get into a 20 year relationship that puts me at 55 years old, how do I keep my relationship going long enough in order to sustain a relationship, you know, until the day I die? Sometimes what happens in life, guys? something will become very popular. And when it becomes popular, some people do it just because it's popular. When you hear things like Morgan Freeman at 71, getting a divorce, it's like, what? Arnold Schwarzenegger and his wife, you know, uh, I've, uh, 40 year relationship Coming to an end Let me go back up Who was that See who that was Going back up guys To find out who that was That broke up after 40 years Vice President Al Gore And his wife Tipper Gore Divorced after 40 years Guys This may be, this is definitely going to be a promo. I'm currently working on a book called How Deep Does the Relationship Ocean Go? And this conversation right here is exactly what is going to be inside the book. Not this exact conversation, but there's people. They're called the water kickers. These are people who are looking at relationships from the beginning stages, who may want to go further into relationships. And they want to know, excuse me, what does a relationship look like the further you go into it? Well, this is the relationship ocean. And as you hear hearing now on this podcast today, gray divorce is becoming an epidemic. So it's something that is out there that many people probably don't even know about that's occurring frequently. And more people who reached their 40 year anniversary or their 45 year anniversary, they're thinking about divorce. Living healthier lives and uh, uh, more. uh Independent freedom. You wait forty-five years, guys. That's a, that's something I'm talk, I talk about when I talk about the submarine and how deep the relationship ocean goes. When you think about a submarine, you think about the ultimate protection underwater. That's what you think about. But in a relationship ocean, that submarine has an extreme amount of pressure around it. And the two people inside the relationship, they're facing an extreme amount of pressure. You either stay or you go. And a lot of times the people decide that they'll ride it out. They may hit their 65, 50 year anniversary. But the thought of still staying or going may still be there. Guys, this is why relationship intelligence is very important. Because a lustful relationship that starts off at the beginning will be an abandoned relationship towards the end, because that a, that relationship's foundation is founded on lust. Any relationship founded on lust is like you're fertilizing your relationship. On sour ground. And we all know if you put something on sour ground, it's not going to grow. Guys, that's just crazy as I'm sitting here thinking about it a little further. Yeah. So I don't want to make this podcast too long, guys. Um, Hopefully you got something from this podcast. Hopefully something you learned here today or you got today was fulfilling enough For you on your journey towards a relationship or fulfilling for you in your relationship or, you know, your journey to wherever you may go in your relationship. Um. Yeah, I don't know. In my opinion. Should people. Who are in 45 year relationships get divorced? I I can't even say that because. Like I said, guys, I can only explain to you, like I'm going to do in a book, how deep the relationship ocean goes. I can only explain to you what happens later on in a relationship. And some people may say, how can you do that? You wasn't even a 40 year relationship. Believe me, if you understand what's taking place. Consistently. Imagine these things, if you imagine, imagine having heated discussions in your relationship and not being able to solve most of those discussions over months. Now, imagine having heated discussions for 25 years and not being able to come back to loving each other and honoring each other the way you did in the first two years of your relationship. Most people who go on after these these instances They're going on for the sake of trying to find even ground. And sometimes that even ground is uneven. The person just said it in the article. Sometimes they can't come to terms of where they want to be or how they want to be in a relationship. So they just decide to leave. Relationship intelligence, guys. That's what I'm going to leave you with. And to be on the lookout for the book, How Deep the Relationship Ocean Goes. Because in the beginning of that book, the first thing I start to mention is relationship intelligence. You guys have a great rest of your week. Have a great rest of your weekend. And I'll talk to you next time. Peace out.